Welcome to the Progress with Unity podcast. Good win at the weekend against Burst and Albion. And we've got a few uh, faces around the table this evening. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, Barry. Gareth. Well done. Adam. Evening. Rob. Hello, Barry. Michael. Good evening, Barry. And Simon. Good evening, Barry. We all well. Right. Let's crack on then. Like I was saying, great results at the weekend. Went to Burton, and uh, well, give us some stats from that game, though, Gareth. Yes, the stats from the game: Burton versus Wigan Athletic possession. Burton managed fifty-four percent, and Wigan forty-six percent attempts. Burton ten, Wigan six. On target, Burton managed two, and the Athletics managed three. Corners. Burton had twelve corners, just three for Wigan. Passes, 338 for Burton, 314 for Wigan. Accurate passes, 68% Burton, 67% to the Latics. Offside, Burton were caught offside once, Wigan four times. Burton committed 14 fouls, 16 by the Latics. Yellow cards, two for Burton, three for Wigan Athletic. No reds and goals, two to the debutante. Callum Connolly. Exactly. Who? Oh, yeah. So at the game, the uh, the teams, the team sheets were flying around. The team news. Callum who? Who's this Callum mm-hmm. Connolly? Cal- Callum Callum who? A censored version that Barry. Yeah, it was very censored. Yeah, there was a bit of some expletives in there, weren't there? Who but the heck is Callum Connolly? Just the who? Who the heck is Callum Connolly? Yeah. His mum was there. His mum was there watching, so she was aware of the move. Mm. Um, but might, no, she might have been there just by chance. Do you think? Yeah, just walking by. Yeah. Yeah. Massive, aren't we? Yeah. What a debut, though, to score two goals on your debut and become the third leading goal scorer at the club. I was trying to stick him on for goal scorer when it, your team came out, but none of them were doing it. Well, they didn't know who played. I know, but they should, should have put it on. Yeah. It would have been like 52. Written it yeah. on in ink. Delivered the taxi, do we think? It was actually signed on Thursday, weren't it? So. Uh, as far as Burton would be aware, Max Power would have been playing fullback, wouldn't he? Do yeah. you think deliberate tactic? Definitely. You had Dyer and Aikens over that side of the pitch uh, to, to be running up power, but. Aha! He's a clever. I've always said that. One judge is a superb <laughs> practitioner, very clever, clever man. Tactical genius, isn't he? Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant. That's a stroke. Barry, your nose is growing. We've had. <laughs> The last two games, two debutants, and they've both been uh, a super game. So, are we ringing in for Saturday? Well, we'll come to that in a moment, but there is something uh, possible. Oh. oh? Is this Bogle related then? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Put Bogle in the bin. <laughs> so, Callum Connolly, Adam, I mean, we spoke earlier on, didn't we, before we switched the record button. Have we switched it, by the way? Yeah, yes, we have. Uh, up until. The 44th minute, what did we make of his performance? I forgot he pl- how he was playing, to be honest. He d- I didn't really notice him. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for a young lad, but yeah. I mean, he's a right back, which is a good start. I mean, we've not been used to one of them this season, so he'll probably be a bit more confident now after he's got his first game, especially after scoring nearly a hat trick. Mm. Which is what two goals is really. Uh, that, that goal, though, what was he doing on the penalty spot? As we were attacking, well, you know, right back. He's, he's in we've the talked field. about these fullbacks attacking. We have yeah. a little bit of a tactic. Doing a Dan Burn, but ten times better than Burn. It was a left back cross into the right back. Oh, Warnock, what a guy! Mm. So yeah, happy with him. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the first goal. Uh, but having said that, go, go back to the start of the game. The first five minutes, I thought 
we set Lacken House on fire, it was all over and weren't we? Will Grigg was closing to, close down straight away and said, we won possession. We could have been a couple of goals up within the first five or ten minutes. Yeah, and we just seemed to take our foot off the pedal, didn't we then, from there on in, and let Burton back into the game, when really we should have carried on with intensity, but yeah. it's, it's like a game of chess, really, wasn't it? I've, I've said Burton are not very good, I've said this for, for over a year now, uh, and I've I don't think they are. All they are is a looking yeah. side. Worst side I've ever seen in terms of. They just—it's like every third ball is a free kick or a throw in or a. It's just pub team sort of catching everyone off guard because they're that bad. Like the only reason they're doing so season. well is because of like, how bad they are. We said this last year. We got promoted. Well, they were clear. I mean, they were they were well clear at one point, weren't they? It's, I think it's because of more Hasselbank's reign than Clough's, because they kept a lot of clean sheets and they had a solid basis. They won a lot of games, one nil, and they sort of stumbled over the line. And then I think it, another four games, I think they would have missed out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree yeah. though. I agree. What happened uh, with their uh, keeper? Ah, time. Well, do you not see Jake Buxton as a kind of clean him out? Who yeah. it? He, he was getting a lot of stick from behind net, so I think he scared him off. And then, well, he would have been changing around at half time, wouldn't he? Yeah, been, no, yeah. but I think we just damaged him mentally. Yeah, I know he had that clash into the books then, but. He looked well winded off it, though. He really <laughs> I loved Ash's commentary on that incident on Wish FM. He said, just look like you. And not knock you as challenge, really. <laughs> if we were up in the early days, someone assaulted. Yeah. yeah. A lot back. of the press didn't even know he'd been. Uh, subbed. It was only when. Gosh, by what? Size of him. Size of him. Yeah. Yeah. Did I he? thought have some shots here. Yeah, definitely. You weren't getting into it. No. Yeah, he's just been a poor journey, man. I remember when he was at Rochdale as a kid and he went to uh, West Ham. Yeah. Was the tunnel system not working at the public no, address yeah. system? Mate. So the the tunnel tunnel is a brand. Yeah, the public address <laughs> system. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you for that, Robert. It's, 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 it's a bit like Hoover and vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Just, yeah. Double N, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, mate. It's quite all right. Anyway, turn on your announcement never got made, did it? Or something. I know those people at the game who turned around and said they, 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 they were told who the right bike was. So, it was, hang on, who is it this lad? That they actually, some of the people at the ground actually found out who Callum and Callum was. It definitely was working. I remember saying, yeah, it was by water. I was easy to it. I Google it. He's, he's never 35. 35. He's never no. 35. He was quite loud and vibrating. That's how loud it was. You know, it was like a little bit of... Maybe there was only one public address system in the whole ground and it was right near you. No, they had those. They were underneath the stand and they were like uh, oblong speakers, you know, like you get mm, all right. in discos and that. That's the that thing. <laughs> When, well, in, in 1979, you know, in the year of disco, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, the, the, yeah, trouble, the trouble is with public address systems, as, as Robert rightly says. They turn them up too late. They yeah. do it at the DWC. Oh, yeah. and it's, so. We even I had it on last week at the youth game. <laughs> they even played <laughs> I'm a Believer before the game. Did they? Yeah. Which they played a lot of 90s and 80s rock, though, they didn't did. they? They, was, they were into the rock music at Burton. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a cracking little club. Oh, sure, isn't it? <laughs> it's my second favourite trip after Barnsley. That's like, obviously, we were in the seated bit, up, I mean, you go in and there's. You can't really call it a concourse, can you? You've got <laughs> seats it's in like there. It's like a toilet, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's the size of it. 
It's not very big, is it? No. <laughs> well, we're on the There's subject. no segregation either, is there? Well, so it was. Those people in yellow jackets. Well, we're on this subject, Simon. There was. There was the Simon. I hear there was an invasion, wasn't there? Yeah, at the stand? Yeah, fan, five fans made it into the, uh, behind the goal. Oh. Right, <laughs> let's get on with this because we're, we're losing track here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jacob Orgard, our six foot seven goalkeeper, once again kept some lovely clean sheet. I love him. He's brilliant, I think. He's just like a better Bogdan. <laughs> well, it's like Bogdan's big brother, isn't it? He is. Yeah, he's looks better like than him. him. He's just he better already. Get that trend in Bogdan's big brother on Twitter. He's out of contract in summer as well. Free contract. So far it looks alright, aren't it? I know the Stoke City fans have given him a bit of stick, said he's a bit of a flapper, but he's took his, the, boss, the balls well, he's commanding in the area. Two clean sheets. Two clean sheets. Yeah. Can't ask for more than that. No. Penalty yeah. serve as well. In, in and, you know, goalkeeping's all about confidence, isn't it, Gareth? And, yeah, it is, it is. Clean sheets build, build that confidence. I, I, I only listened to the radio commentary, but they were beginning up on the radio commentary saying that he were playing very well. I remember early on they were saying they were kicking it out to play. Yeah. So, yeah, good. What about the defence? I thought the defence was... Uh, Goal of the season last season. Keeper, knock on, crouching back at net. Never touched the floor. Works to it. It's effective. Mm-hmm. So, going on to our defence. I thought our defence was solid again this, this week. Yeah. Burn and Buxton. Dan Burn is Superman. <laughs> that was a song that was ringing out, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. I'd be glad when Morgan's back. He came, came on. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 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 Came on. I mean, starting. Yeah. Dan Burn. Dan Burn had a great game. He, he played. Did nothing wrong, not one thing. What about Sean, uh, Sean McDonald's? Live on the floor and headed the ball like for a corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was John unbelievable. Terry <laughs> hmm? John Terry asked yeah, it. Yeah. I think Warnock made more saves than Howgard. No. <laughs> it's phenomenal, yeah. that guy. Warnock made a save with his testicles at one point. I saw on Twitter somebody asked him. They said, "How's your score, Steve?" And they said, "They're still in the throat." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It hurt that then. Yeah, it was down. Yeah. A, it was down our end. Yeah, so then we just like Ooh. pinch yourself, don't you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He's a cracking defender, isn't he? Yeah. I tell you what, they were up for it on Saturday, weren't they? They yeah. was up for it one hundred percent. And uh, like I said before, me give Warren Joyce a bit of bit of stick. I think maybe unfairly at times, but. Can't criticise him for Saturday. Everything was spot on. Good. Everything. Good. Apart from the fact he had a poor shot. So. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to resolve that. Even no. though it irks us. Do you know what else he did? Endlessly. I'm not knocking him at nothing. This is not a knock. But because I was at the game early, at the ground early, um, we got the before the players were on the pitch, and then when they come out, he came out with the onion bag with all the balls in, and the players are. Just like we're up in it. He's taking the balls out, you know, like like a coach's job. Give some orders out. He's probably a lovely man. You know, he just wants to help out, maybe. But 
That, that bit just doesn't seem right to me, but... Under his arse, that's to do with himself. Like a volunteer? Yeah. But like somebody said... <laughs> but he's our volunteer. He's our volunteer, <laughs> and if he, if he keeps winning, because we're on a two-game run now, and if he can keep the score winning, especially Saturday, because I think this is a big tester, mm. then he can set the ball just as often as he wants. <laughs> just before we go on <laughs> before we leave the Burton game um, on Latics official website on the Twitter on the um, YouTube account Warren Joyce give the, for me the best interview he's given as a Latics manager uh, poor smash on, on Saturday I'd just like us to have a listen to it and see what we all think the nucleus of ten really players did a lot of things pretty well you know there's things you can do better with a ball but my main objective at the start was making sure that we knew all our jobs you know without it because you can't you know you don't want to be easy to beat so that bit takes time to get that sorted the other bit is the hard bit isn't it? the flurry bit the skill bit the scoring bit is the harder bit in football um, and in this league where there's some really big hitters who pay a lot of money and a lot of quality it's important that we're always in every game so that's what you set out to do How much of a different game was this to the ones you've been used to on the road in the sense that you've played on some big stadiums, big pitches it's compact here and tight how much did you have to adapt to that? Um, we did but we didn't adapt particularly well at Rotherham you know, in the first half so we've done well at some of the big stadiums tactically and, and dealt with things and, and been clever and bright and closed down and played you know I think we can play. It was really pleasing today that we were resilient as well. You know, I thought the two centre halves were outstanding, really, you know, brave and commitment and heading for the team. You know, everybody played the part, but I thought them two particularly stood up and headed it and competed against some big lads. I was just going to mention as well, young Jakob, the goalkeeper, another clean sheet for him, the defenders. That's the, the foundation on what you've got to build on, the, these clean sheets. Well, any football club trying to be successful and win games and I've, I've got to do that you've got to have a method with and without the ball you know it's the same boring things I keep saying to you but, but you have you've got to have a plan of how to close down how to stop the opposition and a plan of how, how to score so it's just keeping that consistency and that level headedness and as long as you're seeing it sometimes you win sometimes you lose but you've got to have looking like you're going towards improving the plan and doing all those little details better uh, and naturally you're going to be happy with what the lads have been doing but January at the moment it's always talked about is there any movement likely in the next couple of weeks? I don't know, you just, you just have to see I, I think it's very difficult, I've said that all along unless you've got loads of money to go out and buy because everyone wants the best players so you know, you're pleased with the two lads who've come in so far you know, for no outlet really you know, and, and they've come in and contributed so we've maybe got to be smarter than some of the other clubs who've got vast sums and, and keep getting the right types it's important that the type of bloke or type of man who comes into the dressing room really you know is up to the standards of the senior pros and, and, and the other pros at the club who are good pros and giving everything they've got for Wigan Athletic For me that was a much more positive interview from, from Warren Joyce than, than what I've heard since he's come <coughs> and he's, he's only a lot more relaxed than what he's uh, been as well I thought So what three points does for you that Barry I think Winning games, you're going to relax a bit more. Yeah, and uh, I think we criticised him b before a few weeks back. Oh, well, some of us did about when he pointed at uh, Will Grigg or Yannick when he had a poor game. 
but again I think I said you know you've got to praise plays when they do well and give them a bit of stick when they're not and he's, the well yeah and mm. I think uh, it, like there we were saying how good the defending was Saturday and he's just pointed out himself it's something he identified as well so he singled them out for for prayers so yeah, I think uh, we're going to win the league now yeah. <laughs> still the line in what Rob says about the defending and like you say he, he goes on about the central defenders and he, he's always going on I've heard him on, in other interviews where he's talking about what we're doing when we haven't got the ball closing down marking and all the, all the rest of it you can obviously see that it's working that's four games now we've only conceded one goal in four games mm. I think is this where Morse is fitting in do you think and, and playing better mate would you do you think about it? he's playing a little bit further upfield and he's in and amongst the opposition more than than like last ditch tackling he's going he's breaking up their attacks even before the starting well we touched on this last week if you remember yeah and um, I, I think he's playing in his more natural position I think he's enjoyed himself and, and, and out of enjoyment comes confidence out of confidence comes comes success and I think it's running throughout the whole of the Wigan team at the moment. We've got a little bit more confidence. We're a lot more confident now than we were, say, five games ago. And having a good result, <laughs> by, as I predicted last week, you know, not quite exactly 3-0, but 2. It was only one short of it, you know yeah. what I mean, yeah. from some defeatists around the table. <laughs> um, but, um, no, I think confidence is growing. You can hear it in the manager's voice uh, at his interview as well. Mm. You know, a little bit more. He's more confident in doing his job, which is doing the interviews and things like that. Mm. Um, I think the new blood, what's been brought in, with the reintroduction of Marcy, has uh, brought um, a more aware midfield in particular. Thinking, hang on a minute, I'm not guaranteed a shirt all week, uh, every every uh, every week here. So that confidence has brought competition as well. And again, I think it's all just positive. So. So well done, everybody, really. Yeah, Simon? Yeah, I think it's um, it's nice to have a different spin on what we've been hearing or what have you for in, in recent weeks. It's nice to, you know, off the back of a win, everything's always looked bad to it with three points on Saturday. So to, to go forward, and it, it's just continued from that game, obviously, that Morsi getting his new deal as well, that, you know, kind of puts to bed, hopefully, what was going on. Um, and you just hope we go in the right direction now we identify the right kind of players so obviously like I say he's highlighted <coughs> problem area we've worked on that and now it's just dealing with that other problem area at the top of the pitch yeah and hopefully that'll come and we've just got to mention though that that interview Dan uh, was uh, that we've listened to was Latics official with Ashley Orton uh, doing the uh, questioning asking the questions and uh, just going to give him a shout out, Dan. Has he given us a shout out on in his match commentary today on Saturday? Yes, he quoted something that you said earlier in this podcast, actually, about Sam Marcy playing in a much more advanced position. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I was listening to the podcast this week, Barry. I very nearly spat out my coffee." <laughs> so we have the podcast, the the podcast, the podcast, the, the podcast. podcast. The podcast. We'll take yeah, that one. We'll take that back. A 2 so, uh, win away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your tooth again? Uh, don't tell me. No, I have to have the beggar out. Yeah. It's completely ruined. This podcast ruined my dental work. Right. Good. Good. There's your title, <laughs> The podcast. Oh, I want something. Ruined my dental work. Oh, oh right. Okay. I, I like the podcast better. The podcast. Um, 
Right, something that Warren Joyce mentioned though, uh, was the right type of player coming into the club for Wigan Athletic and a few rumours knocking about. Uh, Jem Karakan is heavily uh, mm. linked with us. Apparently he's had a medical past it and due to be announced this week. So that might be another surprise for Saturday. Or not now, because we've mentioned this now. That, that might have been a surprise inclusion in the, in the squad for Saturday. So do you know anything about this guy? Yeah, he played at Reading for seven seasons. Mm. I mean, Gareth will know more than anybody has seen a Reading fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but he played at Reading for seven seasons. Uh, his dad was Turkish. He was born in London, but uh, he qualified to play for Turkey. And he, uh, he, he got a move to Galatasaray, who was his boyhood oh. club. Oh. Uh, and he was the Reading captain. And they didn't want him to go, but he was out of contract. And he, he went to sign a four-year deal. But it's never happened for him, though. He's played too many games. They've just released him, haven't they? Well, they've both agreed to cancel his contract, so, so he's on a free. He's a midfielder, isn't he? He's a midfielder. I believe he can play attacking, defence. Uh, so, this midfield then, we are, we, if Perkins is coming back and we've got Gilby coming back and we've got Morty obviously staying, he adds a bit of competition. Maybe, maybe too many, a little, just a bit too much. I, I wouldn't be surprised, Caldwell now, Chesterfield manager, Perkins. Uh, just, have you seen my notes? Have you been reading my notes, Adam? Because that's exactly what I was I'm going to say. I'm just thinking it's a, it's a, bit, <coughs> it's a logical one. <coughs> it is a logical one. And I, I won't I be too good to be Perkins going because he's done a lot for this team and yeah. obviously he's, he's one of the big reasons we are where we are. I would be surprised to see him go as a player coach. Within, mm, yeah, well. maybe, yeah. I think, I think that's the experience. experience mm. his it would have to be a good move for him personally because yeah. they won't be able to match what money's on there. He's, um, for me, is a more important um, player than a lot of people give give him credit for. I think we all saw that in when he, early season when he was missing, and how we were. Well, even now, even now, but we've won the last two games, mate. But we've got Marcy back, haven't we? He's coming permanently now. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I, I still think we're missing Perkins, though, yeah. and I think Perkins would be in the starting lineup of all my teams, and uh, you build uh, you build your midfield around him. I'm not saying he's like the linchpin, but he's the, you know, he's the little Jack Russell what runs around and gets you the ball. He's, he's like the Nobby Styles, isn't he? He gets the ball and boof, he'll give it to somebody and off he goes. He needs to be playing with Yoddy Gomez. No. Win it, give it Gomez and both. <laughs> I don't think, Gomez, don't think Gomez is a Warren Joyce player myself. That's him crossing out of Chesterfield either. He's not a Gary Caldwell player, are no. He's a David Sharp player, though. <laughs> Gary Caldwell. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry? Gary Caldwell is history. Yeah, I'm glad he's got himself another job because I don't like seeing It'll be tough for him. Does that mean Chesterfield history? <laughs> Can you honestly see him coming raiding the uh, the squad here at Latics? Well, he might have come after a couple of Donovan, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. even right. Jordan Forrest. Oh, no, the lads. The lads. Yeah. You're right. He might have taken Yeah, I could. I don't think. You take Donovan Daniels because he's not going to be ready to play, is he, for a while? How long has Perkins got left on his uh, six months? So yeah. he, he finishes at the end of this season. Yeah. Yeah. And he's 35, isn't he? Well, I, I would say. Is he 35, 34? Yeah, a player coach role would be, mm. I would say, a very interesting proposition if I was Mr. Perkins. In the same way, it was an interesting proposition for our current manager at uh, Hull. Yeah, yeah. I'd say, going back to Morsi, that someone made a very good, I've seen it tweeted, retweeted by one of the members around the table, but Adam made a very good um, prediction with Morsi in August, didn't you? I did, yes. About him going out on loan, 
Good back in January. Yeah. Being class. Well done, Adam. Thank you very it. much. Yeah. It. That's why you're on, on this. Uh, it's my insight, isn't it? That's why you're here. I thought it was brilliant. Nostradamus. Yeah. Nostradamus. Who does he play for? Ravel Morrison. <laughs> any, any word on him? QPR, I've heard. Bounces, QPR. Going to QPR. Yeah. Who, who have we actually signed? Who we've actually mentioned on this table? Most. No, they have we? So all the people we've discussed in the past, oh, such a body, the such a body's available, we didn't sign any of them. These two lads have come out of the middle of nowhere, right? Kept under wraps. I think they'll let us talk about these people, put it in the paper just to, uh, you know, sell us a dummy. So I don't think this lad from Reading and Galatasaray's coming. It's a Turkish lad. Oh, we'll see. We might as well not talk about the potential sign of Zlatan Ibrahimovic then either. No, leave that one. Leave that one. <laughs> Offside of it. Right, let's Offside move on. On Saturday we've got we've got what I think is a massive game for us. We play Brentford. We've played two poor teams in, in Forest and, and Burton got the points. Half decent sign in Brentford coming up. Uh, speaking to a Brentford guy today, Billy the B, Billy the B Grant, who oh, yeah. uh, yeah, he does, yeah. I've done, done a, an interview with him, but unfortunately, our end didn't work out, so uh, we'll have to listen to the end to, to get some of the stuff we were talking about to the podcast. Um, but he, he told me that off offer, because he, he bigged him up on her, but offer, as soon as he switched off, he said, it all depends which side turns up. He said they're either brilliant or woeful, and they're nothing in between. So, you know, I'm hoping it's going to be the woeful side that turns up on Saturday, because I do think they're on half decent side, mm-hmm. Brentford. Um, the referee is because I like doing my referee watches. Uh, is rubbish. <laughs> James Adcock. He's done 22 <laughs> games this season. <laughs> has he? Yeah. How many has he got there? He's only he's only <laughs> has he not young. Gone for every watch he was. He's 31 years old. He's done uh, 22 games, 76 yellows, and two reds. He's actually left us once this season, and I know Adam was there, and I think Simon was there as well. He was an away game. Any ideas? Bristol City, first game of the oh, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Thought I recognise his name. He's done Brentford twice, both away, QPR and Rotherham. They won one and lost one. Obviously, we lost at Bristol City. Uh, we've played Brentford 34 times over the years. We've won 18, drawn 9, lost 7. <coughs> of course, we won the big one at Wembley in 1985 when we won the... Frit. 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 Oh, yeah. um, Brentford have picked up 14 points so far on the travels, winning 4 games. Uh, we have the worst home record in the division. So that needs oh, changing. Well, it's going to be an easy win, though. Uh, <laughs> they've won 2 of the last 5 away games at Bristol City and the last one at Birmingham, but in that run they've lost at Norwich, Blackburn and Leeds, they got, they got walloped at Norwich 5-0, and that was when Norwich just started on that bad run as well, so I can see what he means about them being good or bad. Have you got some stats on Gareth? For us? I'd like to look at the last six games to get an idea of the current form, as you know. Our stats are not particularly brilliant, but like I said, we've been an upturn over the last four games where we've only conceded one goal, and we won last week and the week before, so it's looking up. Brentford, um, of their last six games, they've won two, drawn two, and lost two, losing against Leeds and against Newcastle most recently last week at home. They're 15th in the league, 
played 26, won 9, drawn 6, lost 11. For and against, both 33 goals and points 33. <coughs> Whereas, as we know, we're down in 23rd with just 22 points. Mm-hmm. They've got Scott Organ up front, who's bagged quite a few of those 33 goals, haven't they? Is he fit? Uh, he is fit, but they're not, he's not being played because he's, uh, he's heavily linked with a move to West Ham. Primarily mm-hmm. left, but there's other clubs in as well. Crystal Palace, Watford. Mm-hmm. Talking somewhere between 9 and 15 million for him, third of which has to go to Rochdale as a sell on. Uh, he did play against Newcastle, but he was on the bench and they didn't bring him on. Again, this was talked about today with, with Billy, and he said the, the fans were pulling their hair out, and he was a bit agitated about it as well, apparently. Um, do they not want him to get injured? So, what's the likelihood of him playing on Saturday, coming up against Jake Buxton if they don't want him injured? <laughs> I think he'll be sat in, wrapped in cotton wool so. <coughs> oh. uh, Simon have you got some odds for us I do yeah um, so we're going quite close for the uh, outright win we're going to 13 to 8 the draw 23 to 10 and Brentford at 15 to 8 currently first goal scorer they've got Hogan at 4 to 1 but that's obviously down to Larry players and then Grigg at 5 to 1 Yannick at 15 to 2 Correct scores, Latix 1-0, 8-1, a 2-1 Wigan win, 10-1, a 2-0, 13-1. The draws, 1-0, 6-1, 0-0, 17-2, 2-2, 16-1. 2-1, 10-1, and 2-0, 14-1. So, what's your tip? Um, I'll take a 1-0. Yeah? Yeah, a win's a win. So, um... You think we're going to get that, do you, yeah, Saturday? Yeah, continues good then, if I'm... Mick, what's your shit going Saturday? Um, well, first of all, can I let's just share with you, there's a couple of firsts associated with Brentford. They were one of the first ever fully professional clubs in London. That was by default, actually, because they were paying the players they shouldn't have been doing in the amateur leagues, so they got rumbled and told they had to be declaring on. And they were also a club that was owned by its spectators, by its fans, for a period of time. Mm. Um, so a fans forum, were, and this was only with, this was like about within the last 20 years. Sorry, going back to the original question then, I think it's going to be the same as last week. Very close game, very hard fought. 3 0 Latics. <laughs> <laughs> Rob? I think we're on the up. I think uh, there's been two vastly improved performances, two clean sheets, and looking back through them stats earlier, one thing I noticed was we got caught offside four times. Now we've not been caught offside in about previous seven games before that, which shows you we're attacking. <laughs> so not only have we, sh- we've sol- you know, got a solid base at the back conceding one goal in four games. We seem to be attacking, so I think we're striking that balance, and I think Warren Joyce deserves a bit of credit on that because uh, he's, he's had a he's had a tough time. So yeah, I, I think we're going to win. I think it's going to be tough for Brentford. I think we're going to be up for it. We've got a bit of confidence about us at the minute, and uh, yeah, I can see us winning this one, one mm. nil. So not that confident. <laughs> I agree with all these guys. I think we're not going to lose. Is it telling that our right back, our right back, is scoring more than our forwards? 
I say no. I think Greg's going to get a hat trick. Three nil Wigan. Okay, mate. Gareth. Our upturning form. Uh, lots of positives. Things are coming together well, aren't they? You know, I'm wondering if there's any history in this because uh, we stole the manager a couple of years ago. Has that been forgotten? Uh, I think that's been forgotten. Yeah, yeah. we was all friends. We was all friends again. This yeah. is back in the last month. Really. We weren't. We weren't. We weren't flavour of the month when we stole the manager. Oh no, we weren't. All the players. Adam Barshaw as well. It's mentioned on the website now about this current fixture, though. Yeah. So it's not gone. It has not been forgotten. With them. I don't think it's been uh, forgotten by us now, has it? Yeah, well. But, uh, like I said, it's Scott Ogan who's scored an awful lot of the goals in the infantry. I hope he doesn't play, you know. Mm. And if he doesn't play, it sort of reduces the threat by a big percentage, doesn't it? 2 0 Latics. Mm. Adam? I agree with everyone. I think we'll, we'll hopefully we'll kick on now and get a good run together, which we need to, because the, the gap between the end of the season is. Diminishing, and we need to start getting on that run that will get us competing with the likes of up there around Bristol City and Cardiff, and get them on the same points as all them. Start so, really, you know I mean? Exactly. So, yeah, I got two one, two one. Mm. Is that a clean sweep? No, 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 no. Um, on for a one nil. I, I think it's got to be a very close game. Uh, I'm a bit worried of Brentford and with the last few times we've played them at all we tended to draw so but last two times I know we've, we've had two draws so I think this will be a third time draw I'll take a draw as well one apiece and I don't think that'll be a major what, disaster what are you changing your mind? no no I mean I, I, won't, I won't be coming in here crying on Wednesday if we get a draw no I don't, I don't think it'll be a disaster to well depending on how we play I don't know I think we need wins now we do need wins I, I think we need some backbone around this but team points. The ducks if we're going to get a point we might as well go all three I think I don't think we will that's what I'm well, saying what's value in getting three points last no. week's result I said I said on last week's podcast that we couldn't afford to lose no. if we had it we'd have been nine points behind yeah. and, and the fact that we won put us within three and they're in touching and also the relegation odds have sort of shoot up this positive feelings let's hopefully keep that run going mm. Mm. we could be out of the relegation zone this time next week yeah I don't know anybody got the fixtures for Saturday oh, I think they're away at Cardiff I think well, that's a, the, the another six pointer isn't it the old spoken elephant in the room has been the fact that this is a game what's coming up now where lads have got potential to earn a shirt at the Theatre of Dreams the week after. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, so the playing I for think that. That is something that, no matter what anybody says, a player does have that in the back mm. of the mind. And it can be a very good, positive mm. influence. Excellent. Yeah, but uh, Blackburn are at home to Birmingham, uh, which is no easy task. No. Uh, Cardiff host Burton. Ooh. And then Wolves, they're still milling about, aren't they? They're uh, away to Norwich. Who Forest got? Forest are at home to Bristol City. Uh, um, who are on? They've lost six on the bounce, Bristol City, till yeah, last weekend. Terrible form, well, I don't they lost again last weekend, didn't they? To Cardiff, 3 2. Yeah, they were winning with five minutes going yeah. there, wasn't it? Liverpool winning. Uh, mm. I think we'll overtake Forrest soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they sat the manager though, aren't they? How dare you? Forrest. During the podcast as well. That yeah. So. Uh, are we on the telly? 
Oh, that's it, yeah. Manchester United vs Wigan Athletic and I'll be shown on some TV channel. Is it the BBC? I've no idea. Yeah, it's the Beeb. Is it on the Beeb? Yeah. Back on the BBC? When was the last time we were on the Beeb? Live? It wasn't Chelsea, was it? In the... City, FA Cup. No. Sibiosky. All right. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't that Chelsea? Yeah. We lost 2-1, didn't we? Wasn't mm-hmm. that Chelsea? December. Chelsea? No, they'd have to have January, wouldn't it, FA Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Don't know, I'm sorry about it. Yeah. Well, as usual, big, so... Big clubs on TV. Yeah, big clubs on TV. FA Cup winners. Well, they've shelled Bolton and City. Yeah. Thanks for the cash, Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> they've been really good to us this past oh, yeah. couple uh, of years, haven't they? Oh, yeah. Sort of giving us... Craig Davis. Training <laughs> ring. Or Lucy. Or Lucy, yeah. yeah. It's alright, we sent them to hell. <laughs> it's no bother you play that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, have we finished? Have we done? Everybody happy? Not quite, because I ah. have an announcement. Yes. Go on, Dan. A new edition of the All Gunnatics fanzine is out on Saturday. And you can buy it from the bridge and also outside Rigoletto's from 1.30pm. We have this month, an interview with The Wolf of Wigan, and another one with comedian Stephen Tiles. And also, it's worth buying for Simon's Simon Says section. Simon Says. Yeah. Mm. Comedian, that's was a comedian in there. Yeah, and a disgraced former Daily Star journalist. Journalist? Why do owls not go on dates when it's Oh, Barry, they can't no, work. No. They can't work. <laughs> because it's too wet to woo. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. We oh, if this is what we resorted to, nicking jokes <laughs> off Hack of the Dog, Barry. He follows me, what can I say? Hack of the Dog follows me. <laughs> what can I say? Around. I blocked him. Did you? Yeah, I blocked him. Blocked. Blocked. What? How can you like, block we're a dog? In council he says cocker every five minutes, I'm not putting up with that. Listen, cocker, as Wigan Council lifted the van on you. I don't know. I will have check. cocker. He said he didn't control it, did he? <laughs> well, he says all the things, mate. Come on, it? Nick, if you're listening, get me unblocked, son. <laughs> get me unblocked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> it was a genuine. It was a genuine bin complaint. This. They didn't tempt to me bin and put me bin back, and I complained about it, and they blocked me. Was there any tweeters? No. No, not a single one. They, they might have been pre. That's what you went wrong, because you should have put a few in. Yeah. Until next week, let's hope we're as joy, joyous and joyful next week as we have been this week. Joyous. Sam Mossy Screamer. Wow. That'd be lovely, that. Sam Mossy Screamer, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, anyway, it's a good night from me. Good night from us. Let's get us. We're gonna win. Don't wanna be a loser, gonna win. Cause winning really is the only thing. Get out of the way, we're coming in. You wanna fight, you step inside the ring. Draw, we're gonna score And then we're gonna get a few more Maybe another one just to be sure We'll make it look just like an amateur Until the final